It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. The sports analyst that covers it all brings it all every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Sometimes they go into overtime. You don't want to miss these two former college football athletes, the Who Dat and Niner Gang, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Bang Bang Niner Gang. It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening. It is Wednesday, 7 p.m. So that means you are tuning into Sports Talk with Kay Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize for uh, dealing with some technical difficulties right now um, with, my, uh, with my headset. So I, I apologize first and foremost. Uh, but what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to dive into some good stuff for you this evening. We're going to talk NFL. Uh, we're going to talk Draymond Green. Uh, we're going to get into a, a plethora of things tonight. We're going to have some guests calling in uh, to go over that. Um, and, and, of course, we've got segments at the end of the show. Of course, E. Scott's entertainment segment. want to bring in E. Scott here um, open up his mic. Uh, let's bring him in here real quick. E. Scott, how you doing this evening, my brother? In the words of Donna McClurkin, we fall down, but we get up. A saint is just a sinner that fell down and got back up again. <laughs> right. Good stuff. Always slides through. Smoother than this fresh jar. Skip you, man. My man, my man. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, again, we we're we're gonna dive right into it. Again, we, we have a a bunch on the list right now that's faded. We gotta talk that Cowboys Eagles game, uh, for sure. Uh Eagle I mean the Cowboys show some dominance there and we're gonna talk about the Eagles and what that means for that franchise there. I also want to talk some Bills Chiefs, some controversy there, if you will, depending on who you talk to. Um, the Dolphins give up a 14-point lead to the Titans. Um, we had some crazy stuff going on in the NFL. Uh, the push, the tush push, or the brotherly shove, whatever you want to call it, ladies and gentlemen, is right now to talk about it being banned. But what we want to talk about is kind of like the, the elephant in the room, if you will, and that's Draymond Green. Draymond Green is on the verge of, of being suspended again. I believe it may be his sixth time here, E. And this one is last night. Uh, he had Yurik last night from the Suns. It was it was obvious. I mean, he downplayed it. He, well, not downplayed it. Um, he kind of said that, you know, he was tugging on his jersey, tugging on his hip, and he tried to sell it, if you will. But, he, you know, he, he got a little out of hand and, and hit him in his face. So he was a flagrant. He was hit with a flagrant two. Then he was immediately ejected. Um, he came out after the game and said that you know exactly what I just said. He tried to sell it. Uh, he said he, if you know him, he doesn't apologize. But he apologized to Europe for that because you know he did hit him in his face. But he, what say you about this situation, man? And um, you know, how many games do you see him possibly get suspended? Because he will be suspended, in my opinion. I mean, they at this point, K. Walk. It's 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 he's a line stepper. 
a habitual line stepper. And when people step across the line, sometimes you got to reach over there and bring them back. I mean, mm-hmm. he's going to try to say, oh, it wasn't a purpose. He didn't do square in the face. If that wasn't intentional, yeah. okay, well, he the best haymaker throw out there then. He should go in the <laughs> right. line I think he should get a hefty suspension. I'm saying like 25, 30 games without pay. I mean, because right now it's just out of control. He's just as detrimental to the league as John Morant. In my opinion, I'm not justifying what John Moran did because yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. wrong too. But what yeah. Dr- Draymond is here bullying people. There's no place in basketball for that. I mean, there's going to be scuffles. There's going to be dust up. I mean, that happens. But Draymond Green first he choked Rudy Gobert out. Now he punching yeah. people in the face. This is like his third suspension this season alone. I mean, at yeah. some point the Warriors even got to say something. You're no good to us on the bench. You're not contributing to the team if if you're not able to play. So something needs to be done. I think and I, if they were still commissioner, yeah, I think this would have gotten here a lot quicker because Alan Silver seems to be a little more player-friendly than David Stern was. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly, man. I, you know, I, I know Adam Silver is a player's commissioner, and you know, that's obvious, that's evident there. And, you know, he tries to give the players enough rope for them to hang themselves, uh, if you will. But Draymond has a pattern of this. We've seen it time and time again. His first ejection, I think it was back in 2019 against LeBron. And like you call it, LeBron and them, you know, he got an altercation in that in, in the championship game or the NBA finals. And then he was ultimately suspended in, uh, in for the fifth game. And then, of course, you mentioned the recent uh, activities, the recent incidents with Rudy Gobert, you know, Jordan Poole, his own teammate. So it's got to be, you know, something's got to be done with this guy. A significant uh, suspension has to be laid down. I know they're going through, they're investigating it, they're reviewing it, and they're ultimately going to come down, um, you know, with, uh, you know, with a suspension. It's, it's just evident. Let, let's bring um, we got our, uh, our our CEO Princess Cooper. Um, she wanted to chime in on this. Um, you know, for real, sure, real we got a couple of callers. Go ahead, go ahead. Real, real quick before you bring Princess in, okay, well, it's got to be something he can feel. It can't be a slap yeah, on the yeah. wrist. It's got to be something <laughs> significant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. With that being said, so we got, again, Princess Cooper, a CEO. Uh, she's the host of a plethora of our shows, ladies and gentlemen, um, on the Never Had It So Good Sports Network and uh, Catch for Thursday Nights with Brittany Jones. Uh, she knows sports at 7 p.m. Uh, Ms. Princess, how are you doing? Thank you so much for joining us uh, this evening, my lady. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Kevin and Eric, and I can't wait until Thursday with Brittany, the Eagles fan, and me being the Cowboys fan. I I think the whole show is going to be about that game. But let me stay focused. I co-sign everything that Eric said. He, you know, um, there's something emotionally wrong with, with Draymond at this point. And just think yeah. about his mindset. You know, he's tussling with, gosh, what's his name, that the, the gentleman last night, and he was trying to sell that. He was trying to yeah, sell, right. you know, uh, flinging his arms like that, but he caught him flesh on the face. Um, he, he has spoken with the NBA um, already today um, uh, several times, and the NBA has announced that they um, that he was very contrite. Um, but as Eric said, he's, you know, he's an habitual liar or line stepper at this point. You really can't trust him. And the Warriors need them to have some formula of winning. And you can see that where they are with that nucleus of Clay and Steph and Draymond isn't really working when he's there, but you can't continue to be suspended. 
Um, and it's laughable at this point to be back six games, and here you are at the point two where you're about to get suspended again. And I agree with Eric. It needs to be 20, 25, 30 games. Yeah. It really does. It's got to be you know, something it, he can feel. You can't just yeah. slap him on the wrist and let this go because, I mean, these guys make millions of dollars. And, yeah. I mean, I know any lost money is lost money, but he need to feel this. Like yeah, that that like like you need to Where's like somebody in, your, in your camp, <laughs> like, like, somebody in your, <laughs> like, like somebody in your camp need to come say, hey dog, you messing up the money. Yeah, yeah I mean, and I don't know who that is can say that because, but emotionally, um, he is out of control because mm-hmm. obviously he didn't like the the interaction with he and the other player in. He's like, okay, now let me just go ahead and get this Duval. And he tried to sell it, and he apologized mm-hmm. in the press conference, but it's too late. And, you yeah. know, and I don't know if I want to blame Steve Kerr for some of this, but Steve Kerr gave him the right to be the enforcer years ago. But I think he's taking it to another level. And he's got to be reined in, and the only way to do that is to hit him in the pocket and take away money and playing time. That's it, isn't it? Agree. Yeah, I mean, that. Yeah, I agree as well. I mean, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. I mean, yeah, I think he took that enforcer title and just literally ran with that thing. And, you know, he's trying to be like a Dennis Rodman. But right now, Draymond Green is making Dennis Rodman look like Tim Duncan out here. You know, the choir boy, if, if you will. If, if you think okay. about it, K. Well, that's a comparison that people make. But the world yeah. was a lot different. His yeah, job was exactly. to get under your skin and yeah. make you attack him. I mean, if you think back to it, you can't come up with many right. instances other than him no. claiming Scottie Pippen exactly. when he was in Detroit. Other than that, you can't come up with many instances where he was the, the instigator. I mean, well, he instigated, mm-hmm. but, I mean, he didn't throw the first punch. His job was to make you lose your right. cool, and he was very exactly. good at it. Now, Draymond going the opposite, he's like, hey, if some cool need to be lost, I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, we're, and we're not just talking about like, you know, verbal altercations. These are physical altercations. You know, we talked about Europe from last night. We talked about Rudy Gobert and the chokehold there. And then we talked about Sabonis when he stepped on him there um, as well. Then his own teammate, Jordan Poole. Um, also, you know, it's just like, you know, no one's, you know, uh, you know, no one's immune to the Draymond Green uh, fiasco, if you will. He's the equal opportunity butt kicker, if you will, um, for sure. But uh, let's let's bring in uh, Mr. Jason Collins. Mr. Jason Collins, who uh, you know frequently joins the show, my co-host on Tuesday nights on the Sideline Speaks uh, with uh, our, ourselves and, and and Brittany Jones. You can catch that Tuesdays, 7 p.m. YouTube, Spotify, wherever you get your uh, your uh, your podcast, you can catch us there. But Mr. Collins, how are you doing this evening, my brother? And thank you so much for joining us. What's going on, everybody? And hey, shout up, out Jay? to E for 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 coming in strong with the old Donnie McClurkin at the beginning of the show. <laughs> Appreciate it, Jay. Appreciate it. <laughs> but Jay, what say you about uh, the Dre Green situation? Yeah, okay, well, like, I, I agree with everything that E and Princess said, like, so I, I won't repeat all their points, but I do think, like, what E said, like, there's no place in the game for this, and then when Princess said there's something wrong emotionally with Draymond, like, yeah. to me, those are two big points, like, Draymond might need to talk to somebody, man. Like, maybe there is something going on, man, where he might need some help. 
and to ease point, we, we can't have this in the NBA. Yeah. I, I think I think a larger picture here, man, is that Draymond has overvalued himself, not only yeah. with his importance to, to the Warriors, but his importance to the league. Like, the Warriors aren't who they were five, seven years ago. Like, yeah. Draymond <laughs> is now a disposable player. So if, if he's going to act like that, I can see him on his way out of the league, K-Walk. Like, yeah. At first, when I saw it, I was like, you know, he's probably going to get 10 games. Then when I got home from work, I watched it a couple more times. Man, that was egregious. So yeah. I, I agree. Give him something that's really going to hurt 20 to 25 games. And I don't buy his explanation of I was mm-hmm. he was pulling on my hip, so I was trying to sell the call because mm-hmm. we see guys sell calls all the time in the NBA, yeah. and never do they do like a 180 turn right yeah. hand to the jaw like yeah. he's not selling the whole yeah. lot there so I'm okay with whatever the league does like if they sit this guy down for 20-25 games I'm totally fine with it man something has to be done about this guy because he's going to seriously hurt somebody one day we yeah. saw what he did to Jordan Poole we saw the yeah. Rudy Gobert thing you mentioned him stepping on Sabonis' chest mm-hmm. like he's going to hurt yeah. somebody one day if they don't rein this guy in and he's not as good as he thinks he is the Warriors aren't what they used to be. He's overplaying his hand. I really hope they come down hard on this guy, man. Yeah, he's Jay, gonna, I don't, Jay, he's, Jay, he's going to run into the wrong person. And by the wrong mm-hmm. person, he might win that on-court battle. But when he pull at home, pull up mm-hmm. at home later that night, there's going to be some dudes in the what driveway. Hey, play, hey, play, I'll let you for a minute. You don't want that. I mean, because yeah. Those guys don't come to talk. They, they, it's kind of like the difference in regular police and the alphabet people, like FBI, CIA, all them. <laughs> the regular police will come to your house, talk to you, and they might leave. If they got letters, no, you going with them when you leave. They didn't come to talk. And that's going to be the dudes that come to see Draymond. At this point, this is no time for talking. We're getting down to brass tacks. Yeah, man, and 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 I think E and and, and everyone spoken, and, and I, we gotta get our good buddy Chris Ortiz on. I see he's holding, so I definitely gotta get him in here. But um, yeah, I, I think you know what I think there is no talking to Draymond. I think Draymond Green knows exactly what he's doing, and this is the type of this is the type of reputation that he wants to have. You know, this is he's trying to instill it, you know, around the league. He's trying. He wants to be that guy known as you know you don't mess with me, you don't mess with me, you don't mess with my teammates. But then again, you know he can mess. For the teammates, you just can't. You know, you know, we know about Jordan Poole, we know about the Kevin Durant situation, even though that was verbal. But yeah, I think he knows exactly what he's doing, man. When you looked at that, when you looked at the replay, as you stated, Jay, you can see that he, when he did that, it looked like immediately it was like uh, he was wild, he was out of control. But he, when he turned around, if you look at it, really, if you analyze that, he found his face. He found York's face, and he went. He aimed right for it. I mean, it may look like, you know, real speed. It looked like he was out of control, and it could have been considered to be um, incidental contact. He knew exactly what he was doing. That was his intention. He knew exactly what he was doing. He aimed for that guy and hit him spot on uh, for sure. So, yeah, I you know, maybe the rest of the season may be the you know, thing. I know everybody's mentioned 20 to 25 games. But, you know, so, yeah, like, like he said, give him something that, you know, that you know, it, he's going to you know, still ease words to feel. He's going to give him something that he can feel and, and, and the Warriors as well. But it looks like right now the Warriors are just in trouble. They, they're looking like they're about to dismantle this team. Clay, Clay, there's rumors Clay Thompson's on out, on, he's on the out. 
and as well as Draymond. But um, let's bring in uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Ortiz. Um, long time since he's been on, but uh, Mr. Chris Ortiz, uh, thank you so much for joining us, brother. And how you doing this evening? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, what up, Chris? What's up, E? Yeah, your thoughts on the on the dream, my green sister. I know you've been holding for a minute, so your, your thoughts on the situation. Yeah, um, so I, I think I piggyback off of everybody's thoughts, right? I don't think anyone can sit here and say that, oh, he, you know, it, it wasn't malicious or it wasn't egregious or there was no intent or any, it, all of that. Yeah, plus some. Um, but the one thing I want to point out that probably – makes me more mad than me being mad at Draymond Green or more embarrassed or upset than I am with Draymond Green is the teammates of these other teams, right? Like you ain't going to just okay. grab my teammate right. in a headlock. Thank you. Thank you. You're not going to just hook my man in the face and I'm just going to sit there and be like, oh, throw him out. No, there are players. There's, there's 15 players roughly on a team, maybe 12 to 15. There are some players on there that had six fouls, man. You have six. For sure. And you better lay into Draymond. For this, and I don't get why, right? And I don't, I don't understand. Maybe people are afraid of him or whatever. But if I'm, if I'm Nurkic, if I'm Rudy Gobert, if I'm Sabonis, yeah, I'm mad at Draymond. But I'm looking around at the players on this team like, man, y'all not on my team because you're not just going to let somebody haul off on me. That's not supposed to happen, man. It's not supposed to happen in the least. So, yeah, Draymond is, is an idiot for what he's been doing. But the rest of the teams for these uh, – the rest of the players on these teams that is happening to their teammates, I think I'm more disappointed in them than I am in Draymond because you're not supposed to let that happen. Okay, well, you played organized sports. Think of somebody, yes, like, sir. hitting the quarterback, you know, as mm-hmm. after the play yep. or they trying to slide. or Them linemen all up in your face, right? It's, mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand why it would be any different in basketball. Yeah, man, I sound like the New Yorker in you, man. I know you're down in Florida, but it yeah, sound like man. the New Yorker in you. Yeah, <laughs> you're over here just snuffing my man for no reason. He must be outside your mind, bro. <laughs> so you you're saying, absolutely right. You saying sorry, it's like sorry. that Cedric and Joe. You out there skating with no stick. Just yeah, hey, for real, just looking for somebody, wishing somebody would, bro. How he said, he said, I wish the somebody would be a wish factor. Yeah, I wish, man. But that's for real. Like, think about it. If if you're on a team with somebody in some type of organized sport and someone just blatantly whatever, right? I mean, and especially if you like the ninth, 10th, 12th person on the bench, hey, man, I'm going to need you to go handle this. For real, and For real. don't worry, we gonna pay. We gonna pay your fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Just go, hey, go get that. Yeah, and we might add throw a little extra in there as well. You know, you're not gonna play. So sure. Don't worry about being suspended. You it know, you're like, not gonna play like, anyway. It's like when uh, what's his name, LeBron hauled off on on what was that dude on the Pistons and bloodied him up. Oh man, mm-hmm. hey. <laughs> yeah, man. That I boy. mean, yeah, great. Yeah, great points all around uh, for sure, and, and we're still waiting to hear what the uh, you know what the uh, the league is going to come down with. That should be announced at any moment, from what I'm hearing. I'm looking over at my screen right now, so nothing right now um, is evident. But we we will probably all get it at the same time. Hopefully, we can break it here on uh, Sports Talk with K. Walker and E. Scott. Um, so uh, so great stuff there, guys. You know, Princess, I I know you're holding there. Um, but before you know, before we change su- subjects, did you want to add anything uh, to the Draymond Green topic before you go, or for unless you want to stay, of course, you're always welcome. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you, Kevin and Eric. That's it. I got to move to the next show. Thank you, guys. All right. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much. 
Princess Cooper, uh, right there, CEO of Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Um, always, uh, she's she's always doing something. Uh, she's always on the show. So uh, I want to thank her for uh, taking the time out to join us uh, this evening. All right, what I want to do here, guys, I want to grab our first break. Um, when we come back, I want to switch over to the uh, NFL. Um, some very interesting games uh, this past week. I've got some interesting ones this week, and I think you know I want to hear Mr. Ortiz is here. It's been a while, so yes, sir. I got to feel. I got to feel what we going to expect uh, for that, but uh, for sure, we'll definitely dive into that and so much more. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Sports Talk with K Walk and E Scott right here. Never had it so good, Sports Radio. Hey guys, this is Jaquan J Kelly, aka Jamel Reef, Master Killer of Wu Tang and American Saga on Hulu. You're listening to Sports Talk with K. Walker E. Scott. They're taking a quick break, and they'll be right back. At Vintage Labs Collection, we are a multifaceted team of medical professionals dedicated to delivering the best quality products to patients. Our mission is to deliver the best supplement and patient outcomes in healthcare environments and consumer homes. Chat with our consulting pharmacists by visiting our website at www.vintagelabscollection.com. Supplements are not highly regulated, but Vintage Labs holds the standards higher than most. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com. And we are back. And again, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning to Sports Talk with K. Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, before the break, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we were talking. Uh, Draymond Green gave our thoughts and opinions, uh, you know, on that, and uh, you know what type of suspension a lot of us are expecting him to get. Um, no, um, no word right now, but it should be gone. From what I'm hearing, uh, a decision should be made uh, any moment. Um, should happen before we uh before the show ends today so uh tonight uh so if once that breaks of course we'll bring it to you and let you get it before i do all right so with that being said e uh let's switch gears and, uh, and i want to talk to the nfl here and um you know we we had some game we had some pretty good games here uh this past week e. we had you know we had the uh, the eagles the cowboys we had the bills and chiefs uh we had the dolphins uh and the titans and in, in that game and uh, also, um, we, we had a surprising game, man, which I was very happy that the outcome was what it was. And that's the Giants, um, you know, beating the uh, the Packers. We got our good buddy Chris Ortiz, who's a diehard uh, uh, Giants fan. So we're going to get his thoughts and opinions on that. But first, uh, e, I want to talk about the Eagles-Cowboys 
and in the fashion that the Cowboys dominated the uh, the Eagles. Hey, give me your thoughts and opinions on this. And and did you did you see this coming as far as the type of outcome and and performance of the Cowboys? No, I would be lying, Kay Walker, because I said I saw this coming. I thought the sense—I mean, I thought that the Eagles were the second-best team in football behind your 49ers. Um, <laughs> it pains me to say this because of Dallas fans, not because of Dallas. But the Cowboys right. might be for real. I mean, they—they—they—they they, they, they wasn't just luck. They came out and won. It wasn't a game that the Eagles lost. No, the Cowboys went out there and yeah. won that game. They actually looked very impressive, and I was shocked because, you know, Dak going to Dak. But all that means mm-hmm. is if he did Dak last week, he'll Dak coming up pretty soon. But for now, they're looking like one of the top three to four teams in the entire NFL. Yeah, and, and I and I have to agree with you there, man. I I picked the Cowboys to win. I picked the Cowboys to win this game because I just thought the way that the Eagles looked, you know, that Forty Nine er game. Um, I don't, I don't, I didn't want to put too much on the Forty Nine ers. I think the Forty Nine ers, you know, obviously they're, 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 they 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 bounced back since that three game losing streak. But the way that they went into that game and all of the motivation that they had, it was a redemption game. They came in there wearing black, all that good stuff. And I just think the way that both teams went into that game, it just looked like the 49ers would win that game. It looks like the Eagles were kind of hobbling. No one was really hurt, but just you could just tell they were a different team. And the way that the, the Cowboys were playing and all the noise that they were hearing saying, oh, well, you haven't beat – you know, a team with a winning record. Yeah, you beat the Giants when the Giants were playing bad at the time. Um, you know, yeah, you beat the Jets, you beat the Commanders, so forth and so on. Um, but they they were tired of hearing, and, and, and Dak started to play, you know, up his game a little bit. CeeDee Lamb, of course, that defense as well. So I wasn't as surprised that the Cowboys won. I was just surprised in the fashion that, you know, that they won. I didn't think the, the, the Eagles were going to – I don't want to say they, you know, they they laid down by any stretch of the imagination. That's not what the Eagles are about. But it just seemed like right now, I don't know if Jalen Hurts is, uh, is is hurt, if he's injured, or well, he's not injured because if he was injured, he wouldn't be on the field. But if he's hurt, uh, that could be the reason. But that defense, for some reason or another, is not looking the same as it did last season and the beginning of this season. But Chris Ortiz, you're you're a Giants guy, so I I know you you, you care less about either one of these teams as far as the outcome. But your thoughts and opinions on, on that game on, on the uh, on the Cowboys Eagles game? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I think I think the I think the um, the Forty Nine ers game took a lot out of them, right? Like yeah, they they took a they took a, a decent butt kicking, right? And as any competitor, like, it's, it's going to mess with your psyche some, right? Like, you always want to say, oh, what, this is never going to happen again. It's, uh, you know, we're not going to get beat twice like that in a row. <laughs> Psych, you did. Right. And I can't be like you, E. I can't give the Cowboys their flowers, man, because they, <laughs> they uh, we are who they thought they were, right? Like, they <laughs> always will always find a way to cowboy it up, man. They do, right? And it may not be now. It may be next week. It may be first round of the playoffs like it usually is. But the one thing I will say is that I hope this momentum or anti-momentum works for, keeps working against the uh, the Eagles because we got to play them two times in four weeks. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. And I shouldn't, I shouldn't right. be talking to E right now because we play the Saints this week. So E. No, no, no. We're gonna we're gonna talk. get into that. We're gonna get into that. Let's not jump the gun. We're definitely going to dive into that because we always talk. We always talk the Saints. We always talk Saints and Forty Niners here. So you know, then with next Napoleon happens to be the Giants. And you know, it's so funny you called in, Chris. I, I was thinking to myself, Chris. Cortez hasn't called in in a while. I wonder if he's going to call in tonight. I had an inkling. I wasn't quite sure, but I had an inkling. I was going to hit you up, but I was like, you know what? I'll let it be. If it's meant to be, it'll be. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with you with everything you just said, Chris, there with the Eagles, man. Um, yeah, there's just, just, just something about them, E, and I, is there? I mean, is there something wrong with them? What do you see? You're know, losing two in a row. They're going into Seattle this week, um, E, and, and if, um, Seattle is not really a pushover, but, you know, if you get in the wrong at the wrong time, you know, if you get, if you get uh, DK Metcalf frustrated, you know, that can turn a lot of things around, you know, for, for your team. Um, I don't know if Geno Smith is going to play. There's no word on that. Drew Locke might be that guy. But I'm saying if a healthy Geno Smith is there, um, they can they can wreak havoc for the for the Eagles. We saw what they did, you know, with the, against the Cowboys. They gave them that, you know, that Thursday night game. But what say you about the Eagles and the uh, and, and you know and their state right now? And, and how and how do you see it? How do you see it? And what needs to be rectified, if anything? I don't think that they'll go into a three game slide, but I do think the Seattle game is not a pushover. They can't right. look forward past the Seattle game. They're going to have to take it serious. But I do think they will go into Seattle and get it done. I don't think it'll be a blowout. I think it'll be like one of those close games like they've been winning normally all year. They just so happen mm-hmm. to drop the last two. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't put my finger on it, man. I just don't know what it is. I, you kind of see, you kind of saw it because of the fact that the matter is. The way some of the games that they were winning, the Chiefs game, they you know they got you know they they got away with that game, you know a little controversial call there or what have you. We'll definitely dive into the Chiefs and controversial, always something going on there. And also the uh, the Bills game as well. There's a little miscommunication between Gabe Davis and and uh, Josh Allen in that game that would have been a difference in the uh, that would have been a difference in the outcome of that game. You know. Uh, Gabe Davis was looking right for the ball to go right. It went left. Had it connected, the Eagles were probably on a three-game losing streak right now. But I don't know what it is right now. Um, I don't know if they can right the ship if, if, it's, if they're, you know, just um, getting cold at the wrong time. I, I don't know. There's four games left for every team. Uh, they're right now, I believe, they're the, the fourth or fifth seed. I, can't, uh, I think they're the fifth seed right now. They, they fell back a little bit. But um, – We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes and see if they can rectify that. All right, the next big game here, E, I, I want to talk about um, before we get to because I, I got to talk about these Giants too, man, because they, watch out for them, ladies and gentlemen. But nonetheless, I want to talk about this Bill Chiefs game. Um, there's some controversy there, um, but the last second, I mean, not last second, but you know, late in that game where uh, the Bills were up, uh, the Chiefs actually scored um, a pass, uh, you know, a little skinny post to uh, – uh, to Travis, Travis Kelsey, then he ultimately uh, threw a backwards pass to uh, to, to uh, Kadarius Tony, who scored. Now there was the, then they threw the flag on uh, that because Kadarius Tony was on the line of scrim over the line of scrimmage. He was lined up off sides. And E and our listeners, I have to let you know, as my wife is my witness and God is my witness, before that play happened, I'm looking at Tony and I'm saying I'm yelling like they can hear me. 
by the way, neither one of these are my teams. I said, Tony's offside. I said, Tony is offside. Look at his foot. Look at his foot. The big blue line, and you saw his foot clearly over. Before the play even happened, I'm yelling, he's offside. So, you know, we, we all know if you saw that, the rest is, you know, the rest is what they say is, is, is history. But, E, what say you about, you know, about uh, that play? Um, then afterwards, we got Mahomes complaining about the rest on the sideline, throwing his helmet, going after the rest. Double down in the um, or in uh, Andy Reid as well. Um, such an embarrassing moment in Patrick Mahomes' uh, career, in my opinion. But what say you, uh, you know, about the whole situation, that game, and that and that particular play? I'm not really understanding the controversy because, like you just clearly said, yeah. it, okay, while well, he was outside. I mean, yeah. it's not like he was even close. He was clearly outside. So what the ref supposed to do? Not call it? Just let it go? I mean, is he supposed to tell him to back up? Is he supposed to mm-hmm. tell him he outside? No, the ref out there to call it to officiate the game. And then you got people saying, oh, they should let it go because it's the end of the game. No, well, well, when don't you let it go? At the beginning of the game? I mean, well, no. If, if yeah. he just would have took six inches back, then, you know, you win the game. I, I can't put this one on the ref. And I think yeah. Patrick Mahomes, like my grandma used to show, used to say Patrick Mahomes showed his ass for no for no <laughs> reason. And he would have got a whooping if he had been raised by my grandma yeah. because he showed up uh, yeah. in the public. So when he got to the house, he got, hey, you got to answer for that. Hey, what did yeah. uh, Mike, well, Michael Corleone tell um, um, your boy? You got to answer yeah. for Santino. Yeah, yep. he would have had to, he would have had an answer, dog, because Tony was clearly outside. So to me, it wasn't a controversial play. It just so happened to be at the end of the game. Get your man's outside, like Chris, like you New Yorkers always said, Chris. Whose man's is this? Get your man's. Yeah, and yeah, man. I mean, great point there. And you go back to the the, the butt whoopings or the, or the the ass kickings. This is like my my mother and my father and my grandmother used to tell me when they whipped my tail. They used to get the switch and tell me to go break the switch off myself off the tree. Go outside and get get a switch off the tree. And used to whip me with that, man. That's 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 no joke, man. That's that's that act right. But yeah, that's exactly what he needed. And and not only that, what made me mad, uh, e and listeners, is that. Mahomes said that, you know, you don't call that in the latter part of the game and that crucial point of the game. Was he saying that last year in the Super Bowl with that holding call with the Eagles? Was he saying that? Nope. Was he screaming that thing? <laughs> was he screaming that thing? Yeah, Chris. <laughs> so it makes me wonder, like, really, bro? You really want to go there with that call? Because like, Eagle fans are all over that. But, uh, Chris, what say you about that situation? So the same thing you said, right? I don't understand what the controversy is. So um, if if you did it, you did it, bro. Like, oh, you shouldn't yeah. call that at that time. Or they're saying, he would, you know, people were lined up offside all game. Why do you call it then? People are holding people in the offensive line all game. You know, they don't call every single one. It is what it is, man. I mean, he was offside. So that would be my question to, to Patrick Mahomes. Was he offside? Yes, no. Yes, okay. Moving on, right. next question. Moving on, right? Be right? But I tell you what, it brings me nothing but joy and, like, excitement that it happened to Kadarius <laughs> Tony. Like, I'm glad. Like, if it was somebody else, if it was Kelsey or Pacheco or, you know, Ms. Clyde, Mr. Taylor, play, I'd be like, yeah, man, it sucks. You should have made a better play. But the fact that it's Kadarius, Tony, old goofy self, oh, man. Good, good. Keep lining off sides, you idiot. 
Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, great point, uh, of course, as always, Chris. Yeah, and then you got to ask yourself too. I don't know if you got how many how many Chiefs game you watch. I watch the Chiefs games, you know, almost at nauseum. And even my wife can tell you, like, who, how many, how many play or how many people can name the right tackle from the the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs. His name is I forget his first name, but his name is Taylor, seventy four Taylor. He lines up in the backfield every single time. He jumps before every snap every single time. My wife calls it every single time I have the game on. She'll tell you that. There's Taylor again. There's Taylor again. So if if Mahomes really wants to to really nitpick it so you don't call that or you don't call it all season long, you're getting away with a lot because you're right tackle is probably – their right tackle is probably the worst tackle. I mean, the worst um, offensive right tackle in the league. Look how many holding penalties he gets, false starts he has, and then a lot of them could be. Uh, it, it could be thrown. There could be more added to his resume. But the fact of the matter is, these some of these refs want to get get out of there. And don't want to you know prolong these games. Uh, but then they refuse to throw these flags. So he's got to look at it from that standpoint. And that's where Mahomes comes in, that privileged guy. And that's what we give this guy because, you know, the same thing they've been doing as far as, you know, allowing this guy to get away. And now it's starting to say, okay, well, that's just as obvious, man. You know, there is, there's just no answer for that, man. You know, he was all sides. There's nothing, but you don't call it. It, it doesn't make sense. The play is a play. Holding is holding when it's holding. Um, uh, all sides is all sides when it's all sides. Whether they call it or not, it's a different story. Go ahead, go ahead. It, it's like Chris said. I got one question for you, um, um, Mahomes. Was he outside? Yes. Okay, I think we're done here. I mean, there's, yeah. there's nothing else. There's, there's like he outside. Not, to that. It's not. It's not gray, right? It's yes or no. Was no. he outside? Yes. Okay. Okay. What's the issue? Uh, yeah. Let's move oh, on. you shouldn't call it then. When should you yeah. call it? Because yeah, exactly, yeah, that's what uh, a penalty that's is pivotal. At any point in the game. Now I know E doesn't believe in momentum, but at any point in the game, <laughs> right? Like you, it could be. It, it was happening in in the Dallas uh, Philly game, right? Like even though I don't think they yeah. needed it, but there was a lot of home cooking there, right? It's third and long for Dallas, and all of a sudden you get this nitpick of a oh uh, uh, holding on a receiver that's not even the ball's not even going to him, right? And it's like, come on, man, what are mm-hmm. we what are we calling this for, right? So I mean, you can you can apply these things at any point during the game, but hey, man, it just didn't work in your favor. Uh, slight slight correction, Chris. I do believe in in game momentum. So what you're saying yeah. about is valid. What I don't believe is when you tell week me, week. oh Georgia, Georgia won the championship last year. That means they got the momentum <laughs> going into this year. That is absolutely ridiculous. But now in game momentum, I will give you that. But to tell me, oh Georgia won the last two national championships. They got momentum coming into this season. Yeah. For who? For what? Nah, yeah. but yeah, I'll give you in-game momentum. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> no, and he said that time and time again, man, and he actually sold me on that. I, I may not be believing in the, the week-to-week or year-to-year momentum, <laughs> but in-game momentum. All right, so <laughs> he definitely sold me that. Sold me on that one, ladies and gentlemen. All right, good stuff. All right, e, uh, another team here, another um, uh, game, the Dolphins um, and, and the Titans, and it seems like this, as, as much as we've been talking about this team, we went from insurance fraud, they're, they're real, back to insurance fraud again, at least in, at least in a lot of people's minds. A 14, they're up 14 nothing 
Uh, I mean, I'm not 14 nothing. 14 point lead. Excuse me. Let me let me uh, correct myself. Um, against the Titans. And then they end up losing that game to a rookie quarterback who started third string in the year, uh, you know, to start the year. E, the Dolphins. What say you about uh, about this team? E, where are they at right now? Insurance fraud. Unless they win the Super Bowl, I'm not switching again. I'm straight insurance fraud. K-Walk, Chris, if y'all think about it, the Dolphins should have got their doors blown off because they scored 21 points off turnovers, and all three of those turnovers were inside the red zone. Hell, two of them were inside, like, the five-yard line. Had it not been for those 21 points off turnovers, they would have got their doors blown off. They were up, like you said, 14 points with three minutes left. Tennessee had conceded the loss. Miami was damn near in victory formation. How you lose that game? I'll tell you how. DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> yeah. still got something left in the tank. I mean, um, who 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 the quarterback over there? Hendon Hooker? Um, no, no uh, Will Levis. We're here. Will Levis. They, they, they yeah. all the time. Uh, but yeah, he's shown. <laughs> hey man, give me give me a DeAndre Hopkins, and I can get some things done. Tua said, if y'all take the cheetah, I'm done. I'm cooked. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and that's a great point there because – and then that's why a lot of people are putting him, meaning two – I mean, uh, uh, Tyreek Hill, in the conversation of the uh, you know, the, the legitimate conversation of MVP uh, candidates there, man. But once he went out, that, that, that game completely changed. And the offense couldn't stay on the field, and uh, that defense ultimately got tired. Not that they have a great defense to begin with, but um, nonetheless, you know, Hopkins, it was a Hopkins side, and Will Levy started to get more comfortable and more confident during that game. And then you throw in Derrick. If you can throw the ball, and then you could, that opens up everything for Derrick Henry as well. But, uh, Chris, um, uh, what, what, what say you about this game, and, and, and how do you feel, uh, you know, about the Miami Dolphins going forward? Are, are they insurance fraud? Or, you know, what's we'll say kind of like the Bitcoin, man, if, if, if you will. Um, I think they are as good as Tyreek Hill is going to take them. It was straight exposure on Tua, man. Like, once Tyreek Hill was done, that was it. It was it, – that, that was it. There was nothing else they could do about it, man. So I, I agree, man. It's, it's insurance fraud for a hundred, Alex. Like, I mean, if that's 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 who they are. Like, if they if he don't have that receiver, he don't know what else to do, man. So it, it's just one of those things where now Tua's either going to have to step up and and be the quarterback that Miami thought they had, right, and and try to win these games. But other than that, hey, man. Huh. Welcome to the NFL for real. You got to be able to win games when things are down. I mean, not everybody's Tommy Cutlet, baby. <laughs> oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> so, uh, just somewhat of a uh, of a good uh, transition there, good segue, if you will, there, because I was going there next, and that's the, uh, the 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 New York and the New York Football Giants. Right now, are five and eight. They're right on the bubble. They're, I think, they're a game out of that last seed. They're gonna have to do a lot of leapfrogging to, to get there. Um, but I think, I think they can pretty much. Con- I think they control their own destiny, if I'm not mistaken. But we'll get to Chris Ortiz. He'll probably know a little bit better than I would, as far as you know what they have to do to, to get in. But e the Giants go in and then they beat the Packers and they go in there with Tommy DeVito. They go in there with the Godfather as his agent, you know, <laughs> who that was, but um, they get it done, man. They get it done. I'm happy as a 49er fan that it happened because 
them the Packers losing or the Giants beating the Packers means that the 49ers get it, you know, they uh they get in the uh, uh closer playoff first. But E, the Giants, they are they serious. We have to watch out for these guys right now because, you know, they they're right there, they're five and eight, E, and, and you see that bunch uh, there is bunched up after that fourth seed. You know, it's pretty much anyone's game. But what say you about the Giants going forward? The Giants are one of the most unpredictable teams in football. If I pick <laughs> them to win, they, if I pick them to win, they get the doors blown off. If I pick against them, they pull a miracle out like they did Sunday. I mean, you, you never know what you're going to get. You got uh, Tony Danza from um, Who's the Boss out there quarterback. <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't, I don't really know what's going on over there. But, um, hey, they seem to be able to get it done. And and, and, and Chris's doppelganger, Coach Dable, hey, look like he's <laughs> – he got, a little, he got a little job security for another season. Yeah, and, and, and I don't want you to segue too much into my next topic here, Chris, but your say, your thoughts on your Giants right now without going into next week, because that's going to be the next thing we talk about, if you know where I'm going with that. But your Giants mm-hmm. right now, the way they look, they're 5-8. and eight. Um, A lot of people are saying it's an upset win. I'm going to say it's an upset win as well by beating the Packers. But your Giants, how you feeling about them? What's keeping them in the race, if you will? Um, honestly, what's keeping us in the race is the defense. It's not the offense. The offense isn't good okay. for us. It's the defense, man. Like, people were, were crapping on Tavon uh, Thibodeau last year. He got 13 sacks this year, right? Like, for a second-year player, that's, that's pretty good, right? Uh, Bobby Okereke is doing good. Right, the 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 down line, and we got Dexter Lawrence, who's arguably one of the best defensive tackles in the league, right? At least top three in my eyes. Um, and that, like the the defensive backs are starting to get in the mix, right? Like Deontay Banks is playing really well. Um, you know, Joey Jackson is playing really well. So it's the defense that's keeping us in it. Like the offense is just not losing the game for us. I think that that's right. really what it is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, great stuff. I'm, I'm I watched. I watch almost every game, you know, you know, to from you know from start to finish as much as I possibly can, depending on how, you know, interesting certain games are. But um, we got the Giants and and the Giants. I'm looking at this team and like you just never know who's going to line up at quarterback. It could it be Devito, could it be uh, you know, uh, could it be Tyrod Taylor? Um, we don't know. I do know who, who who comes to play every game, and that's and that's Saquon Barkley. Now, Saquon Barkley really does come to play each and every week, man. And you wouldn't think that that would be the case considering how that just their seasons, you know, has gone up until this point. But right now, um, you know, E, um, I'm going to start with you on this one because, you know, again, I didn't script this, ladies and gentlemen. It just happened to be, man, that we got a Giants fan and a Saints fan. Well, we always know E, Scott's a Saints fan. We didn't know uh, if Chris was going to come on. We didn't ask him to come on. It just meant to be, but e we got the Giants going into going into the, the dome, man. And right now, the Saints, both teams right now are fighting. They're both or Saints are six and seven, Giants are five and eight. The uh, the Saints are right now on the three way tie with uh, you know with the Buccaneers, the Falcons, uh, as well. Um, we're going to talk about the three way tie there, you know. <laughs> Um, but E, what say you about this game? How do you see it playing out? Some junk talk and trash talking. Lay it out, brother. So the floor is yours, brother, as always. 
Well, I'm, I'm going to put my journalism hat on for a second and take the fan okay. hat off. I, I think right. the Giants are going to win the football game, and here's why I say wow. that. One of your most important relationships on the football field <laughs> is your quarterback and your center. My quarterback and center fighting right now. Hey, man, that, that's a recipe for disaster. I mean, you can fight with your wide receiver. You can fight with your running back. Man, you can't fight with the dude that got to give you the ball on every single play. Y'all, y'all got to squash that. And then I got Jameis over there, you know, foaming at the mouth to get in. They might put Jameis out there. He's going to give you three great passes but five interceptions. Because even Dennis Allen came out and said, hey, we put the second team out there to go in the victory formation on Sunday because – Derek Carr and our center couldn't get it together. First of all, you keep that in house. You don't put that out there in the media. And exactly. secondly, you you got to fix that dog. A court, the quarterback and the center fighting. Nah, dog. If anybody got to be on the same page, it's got to be the quarterback and the center. I mean, because next to the left tackle, that's your best friend out there. You ain't lying, brother. Man, I, I didn't. I didn't hear that. I didn't see that they were. I didn't hear that they were beefing there. But that's like you said. It doesn't. It starts with those two. The quarterback, it's under the quarterback exchange, which is make which makes everything go after that point. So with their beef and the, I, wow, that's you know that's 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 rough. And then they, uh, I know I sent you the what you call it. I know you probably got at it to you anyway. Maybe you want to talk about it. But you know Dennis, uh, you know, uh, you know Dennis Allen and uh, wanted to. Uh, I mean, he's his. They say his job is safe there. So I, I wanted to get your thoughts and opinions on that, but I, I guess you wanted to wait there. But yeah, I, 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 I you know, I, I'm, it's hard for me, Chris. I'm, I'm coming to you. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give my thoughts and opinions, save you for last. I don't know how to feel about this game, man. I, I really don't, because I, I think that right now the, the Saints are really, um, is it, they, they had to beat the Panthers in the fashion that they beat the Panthers. That was just a no-brainer. I mean, the worst team in the league. You, you, you have to go in there and you have to beat them the way that they beat them. But this is a, a Giants team who's I don't want to say they're hot, but they're right now they're they're determined they're they're feeling themselves and and they know that they have an opportunity to possibly get into you know to the, the playoffs. Obviously they have to win they have to win out, and I think they may have a couple of you know, you know they need the help from a couple other teams. Not sure who they are right now. Yeah, I don't want to pick against a team, man, but it looks like right now that the Giants are really they're riding. I know you don't want to believe in that, that momentum. We just talked about that, but unless if they don't if they don't get Jameis Winston in the game, man, I think they're in trouble. And I don't I don't want to see that spotty Jameis Winston. You know, you know, you bring him in here for this, bring him in for certain situations. I think you give him the job or you don't. I know it's hard for them to give them the job because they gave all that money to Derek Carr, um, but. Uh, yeah, I don't want to go against the team. I hate going against the Saints. I like the Saints. Uh, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give the edge to the Giants, man. Say yeah, it. I'm going to get. I'm going to give the edge <laughs> to the Giants, man. I will there give the edge to the Giants. The Giants will. The I think the Giants will win this game too. Uh, it's going to be a close one, but I think they get it done. So, with that being said, the Giants guy, Mr. Ortiz, take it away about about the, your Giants and and this game. Yeah, man. There's not much to say about Tommy Cutler, baby. I mean, you know, man, real, real talk, man, is that they're playing with no fear. That, that, that's what it is, right? They know they have, they have nothing to lose and everything to gain. So yeah. one thing I want to point out, he thinks he's slick, right? I don't know if you caught this, uh, uh, K-Walt, but I did. He thinks he's slick. So prior to you talking about the Giants right now, the last uh, uh, segment that you were talking about, 
He said, you know, I don't know what to take on the Giants. You know, I bet on them, and they get the doors blown off. Or if I don't bet on them, they pull out, uh, uh, you know, a sick win. So I'm trying to bet on them, right? So that's him trying to use, like, that Jedi mind trick. I caught you. No one else did. I caught you. But, yeah, man, you know, that's exactly what it is, man. They, they're riding the wave. They're riding the wave of them, man. And that's okay. exactly what we need them to do. Like, everything is clicking. Defense is getting off the field on third downs, right? He he didn't get sacked last game, right? He's moving in and out of the pocket, all that stuff, right? So he's, And he's not afraid to throw it. So they had a um, – they interviewed Brian Dayball, or my doppelganger, as he likes to call it, at the end of the <laughs> game, like and they said, you know, did you like did did you have a conversation with Tommy about keeping his composure? Blah 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 blah. And he goes, oh no, nah, he always keeps his composure. Like we don't have to worry about that. He said we just gave him a couple of plays, we drew him up, and we told him to go out there and sling that thing. And that's what he mm-hmm. did, right? Like there's no yeah. fear under it because everyone is going in, including the Giants, probably in the back of their mind, knowing that we ain't gonna do nothing with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they're like, right. my, we don't go out there and play playground football right now. That's it. Get mm-hmm. open. I'm going to hit you. I mean, it was evident in some of the things that they were doing yesterday. You got Tommy DeVito out here trying to run and, and, and lower his shoulder on linebackers. Like, bro, what are you doing? But you know what? Mm-hmm. It makes for good TV. What I will say that is crappy, and um, so there was a play in that game last week when DeVito goes out and he slides and the the player hit him, like the linebacker hit him, and they didn't throw the flag. Now, if that was any – Patrick Mahomes would have them in San Quentin under the jail. <laughs> right, facts. Come on, man. But to the um, – so the Saints, right, like we just got to make sure we, we worry about Olave, and um, that's really about it. The the one fun fact I bring up is um, since Saquon Barkley has come back um, after his injury, he is the he, he leads the league in uh, rushing yards, right? He's not leading in totality, right, because he, has, he hasn't yeah. played as many games as like uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey, but since he's come back, man, he's leading the league, right, and – that just goes to show you that how scary of a player he is and what an idiot move the Giants made by paying Daniel Jones and not him because he's doing all this with a makeshift line, being injured, and he's still coming out balling. So, yeah, I got the Giants winning 31-14 in this game coming up. It's going to be a big win. Oh, wow. 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 I, yeah. I, wow. Tommy I don't Cutlass, know baby, and his, his, yeah. his agent looked like uh, evil Inspector Gadget. That's what I'm saying. Like some type of like he looked like so I don't know why I couldn't put my finger on. He just like somebody like a Godfather, like you know, just a reject from the God for the Godfather uh, trilogy out there. But I couldn't put my finger on it. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's going to be that deep. I, I know your feelings are maybe giving you that score there, but nonetheless, um, I do see the I do see the uh, the Giants uh, winning. You know, you know, winning that game. And you know what, man, I. I, I want to uh, Saquon Barkley, man. I have him in one of my fantasy leagues, man. It's not in our league, though, Chris. Hey, Chris, man, I'm coming for that. I'm coming for that championship, man. Uh, I'm on that right now. I'm coming for that championship. If y'all don't know, I'm in, I'm in Chris's uh, 
Christmas fantasy league, man. So I, you know, I, I, so but that's a story for another day. But anyway, yeah, I agree, man. That Stephon Barkley has been playing outstanding. I mentioned that earlier that he's been playing outstanding from you know, you know, from uh, being a receiver from the back out uh, of the backfield, and um, and he's staying healthy, man. And he and he looks fresh, man. He looks real fresh. I know you he's come off a couple of that injury, but he looks really fresh. And if you can get a weapon like that. With a young uh, DeVito and a team like you mentioned, you kind of alluded to, uh, Chris, is that they they're playing they're playing with nothing to lose. They're they're, they're playing with nothing to lose, so they're going to take all the shots, and, and, and you know, and if it yeah, comes down too to late, yeah, but yeah, but it, but sometimes when you see that, Chris, it's a great thing to to see. But when it comes down to, let's say they get right there, and it's a game that if they win that game, they need to win that game to get into the playoffs. Things kind of change a little bit, meaning play calling and, and, and things of that nature. Like they kind of get conservative and they start to play not to lose as opposed to playing to win. And I and I, I hate to see teams do that. You know, you, you I always say you dance with the partner that you brought to the dance. So if you're going to continue to do, you know, the electric slide to get you in the playoffs, continue to do the electric slide. You know, don't do the, you know, the Dougie or the wobble or whatever you call it, uh, whatever these dances are. Don't, don't do that. Don't change it up. You know, continue to dance with the partner you brought to the dance and that, that same dance, if you will. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Chris. Yeah, as I say, man, you got to just be who you were, right? And you can't be afraid of it, man. Like, you can't be afraid of it. Like, who, who was it? It was, for the longest time, the Navy just ran the wing T offense, bro. They didn't do nothing different. They just ran it, yeah. right? It's the same. They just, we just go run the ball, and you got to stop it. So very same thing with the Giants, man. Like you go out, design it how you would design it in a normal basis. I know it's easier said than done. If, you, if we're sitting in there, we winning now, and like, oh, you win this game, you go to the playoffs, this, that, and the third. But you got to do what's got you there. You can't be out here running the annexation of Puerto Rico all of a sudden because now you're in contention, right? So you just got to run your plays. And you know what it is, man? The people that we've invested in are starting to step up, right? Isaiah Hodgins, yeah. Wondell Robinson, right? Even even the old veteran um, Sterling Shepard is making some catches here and there. And it's those. What's in our favor right now is that these these teams they don't they don't have a lot of tape on like these players, right? So it, we catch them off guard. It, 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 that's what yeah. it is. So it's not like now, am I going to say that, you know, DeVito would be as successful like next year if he was in the same position? I can't say that, right? Because that, that's a lot of time people get to watch and, and learn your mannerism. But for right now, man, you got to strike when the iron's hot and catch these people, you know, on, on the, you know, the balls of their feet. Yeah, you're absolutely right there, man. And it's going to be it's going to be a fun one there, man. Uh, you know, between your Giants and and, and East Scott Saints, and I, I can only imagine. I don't know if you can if you're going to be on what your schedule is like because every time I see you on on Facebook, man, you're you're somewhere different, man. You're on a different continent. You're in a different <laughs> country or whatever. So, uh, but yeah, if you can come on next week, man, we got to talk about because somebody's going to be talking junk. Uh, you know, somebody's going to be talking trash uh, for sure. All right, this is what I want to do. Let's let's grab our, our next break here. When we come back, I want to stay on the uh, the talk of Saints, and I want to talk to NFC South. The NFC South is uh, the most competitive uh, division right now in the uh, in football. Um, you got a three-way tie between the Bucks, the Falcons, and the Saints. I just put it that way, ladies and gentlemen, because it's alphabetical order, so that's why I put it that way. So I want to get these guys' thoughts and opinions as far as you know who they got winning uh, winning this division. 
um, some interesting games here um, for for both for all three teams. We already talked about the Giants and the Saints, uh, but we'll talk about the, the Falcons and Panthers and Bucks and and uh, and Packers as well. We'll definitely dive into that and um, also want to talk um, you know preview some of these other games as well. We got the Eagles and Seahawks. We got the Ravens and Jags. Cowboys at Bills as well. Oh, so much more to dive into, and I want to talk a little bit about the, the seeding of the playoffs. Should that be reseeded? Um, but we'll definitely dive into that and so much more. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Sports Talk with K Walk and E Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. We'll be right back. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones. Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. Your skin isn't just skin. It's a beautiful reflection of every single thing you've been through in life. Which is why Dove Body Wash removes your skin's ceramides and strengthens it against dryness. For instantly softer smoother skin you can lovingly embrace. Renew the love for your skin with Dove Body Wash. Take your football game to the next level with the National Youth Football League. The National Youth Football League is powered by former NFL players and great coaches across the United States. They provide student-athletes with opportunities to play football year-round. Spring leagues in the greater Triangle area are now forming for ages 5 to 18. To pre-register, log on to NationalYouthFootballLeague.com. That's NationalYouthFootballLeague.com. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get-offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's Sports Talk with K. Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, uh, we were before the break, uh, we were talking uh, Giants and and and, uh, and Saints, that matchup here. Uh, we got, uh, you know, E. Scott, the longtime listeners, ladies and gentlemen, you know E. Scott's a diehard uh, Saints fan. We got our good buddy, Mr. Chris Ortiz, is calling in, diehard Giants fan uh, for sure. 
Um, so um, yeah, they they it went back a little bit, not, not too not too not as much as I thought it would be, and I hoped for. But nonetheless, they're gonna let it play out, and hopefully, you know, we'll we'll hear some of that um, later as well. And then while we have Chris Ortiz on there, shout out to the uh, the New York Yankees right now, making some big moves right now. So Soto, so uh, you know, a, a, as well. Um, but nonetheless, uh, let's let's dive into it. I want to talk to NFC. Uh, I want to talk to NFC South here. Uh, e. Well, as I mentioned before the break, is that we got three teams right now that are in uh, deadlock right now. If you look at the standings, I think believe that the Bucks right now, the Bucks are in uh, are in fourth place. You know, uh, with their six and seven record, they're scheduled to play the Packers. Uh, you have the uh, the Falcons who are in tenth place. They're scheduled to play the, uh, the Panthers, and then your Saints, as we mentioned, they're scheduled to play the uh, the the, uh, the Saints here. This for this week, e. Um, you predicted the uh, your Saints uh, Giants will prevail over your Saints, but um, I guess you got to go with the Falcons over the Panthers. But what say you about the Bucks over the pa- the Packers? And um, how do you see this division playing out right now? Uh, there's four games left for each team. I look for the Packers to bounce back after that debilitating loss that Chris just handed them on Sunday. Wow. So, I do, so I, I, do, I, I do think that they will bounce back. So I look for the Bucks to go down. Of course, Carolina's going to lose. And and we're going to beat the Giants. I mean, that was my journalism hat saying that, the, um, saying that the um, Giants are going to win. But my, my fan hat, man, we're going to beat the breaks off these dudes. They're coming into the dome. I mean, they used, they used to be an outside in that cold weather. It's going to be a comfortable 70 degrees in the dome. Um, hopefully, Jameis is going to get in and be the good Jameis, not the evil Jameis. He on the nice <laughs> list, not the naughty list. We got AK-41, who hadn't went for 100 yet. Look for him to go for 100 on Sunday. We got Olave. I don't know what's going on with Slant Boy. Um, but, yeah, we, we, we I'm going to say 21-3, Saints. Whoa. Oh, shots fired. See, this is where you say but, and so everything else, you know, doesn't matter after you say the word but. Negative. Negative. Ghost Rider. <laughs> Negative Ghost Rider. That is full. <laughs> oh, there it is. And there it is. We 21-3 from the States, man. And he was holding that, too, man. He had a cool bullet man. in the chamber. He had a bullet in the chamber, and he, he fired it on you uh uh, Chris, he fired it on you, and I can't wait. And Chris, no ducking allowed, man. No ducking allowed, man. So I'll be here. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So, all right, my man. Appreciate in it. Full, in all right. full Giants gear, I'll be on the call. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Yeah, I, I gotta. Yeah, I, I I gotta respect your uh, your, your fandom, man. You 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 are definitely a, a ride or die fan uh, for sure. Uh, as well as E, uh, as for sure. All right, so let's let's, let's talk to you suddenly. We talked about the Falcons and, and the Panthers. So E, long term, this is just you know the this week here we and those teams that we mentioned. What say you long term uh, right now? How do you see this one playing out? Do you see your Saints winning this division? Because we mentioned in the beginning of the season that the Saints were the team to the, uh, as a default to win this division. We knew, we, we kind of figured, we kind of mentioned earlier in the season when we did our, you know, our previews of each division, that this would be that type of race. It would come down to these three teams. And we kind of figured the Panthers weren't going to be in the race for the most part. But how do you see this playing out? Again, four games remaining in the season. 
Well, yeah, like I said, going into the season, we should have won the division by default because their car I thought was better than Baker Mayfield. I thought it was too early for Bryce Young, and I didn't know who Atlanta was going to send out there Sox. at the time right. being. Mm-hmm. But it, it it's all falling apart, like for all of the teams. Bryce Young mm-hmm. is lived up to what he was going to be. Baker has played way above his weight class, and week to week, I don't know what the Falcons are doing over there, but they be finding ways to win. But in New Orleans, Dennis Allen got to go, and our and our offensive coordinator he got to go too. And we need to get we need Jane Daniels, Heisman Trophy winning Jane Daniels to follow us in the draft, and maybe we can do a little something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I want to I want to say, I, I wanna say I, I, I'm going to stick with the Saints, man. I think they do win this division. Um, even though I picked the Giants to 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 win this this week, I think they can still yeah, pull this do. out because I, yeah, no, no, yeah, I do believe the Giants will win this week. But I'm, but I, you know, it's going to be a close one. It's a coin flip, but I'm going, you know, on the side of the Giants. But I still think the Saints can pull this uh this this uh this out and get it done. I, I just think that they're 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 a better all around team. They have the best defense. I'm trying to think, you know, looking at and wow. I'm just thinking, ladies and gentlemen, I'm thinking right now, and I'm just looking at these teams and how they're presently constructed. Uh, the best quarterback, I, I think it does go to the Saints. Best defense definitely goes to the Saints without question. So with that being said, I think they get it done and win a division. But, Chris, what, what say you? How do you see this division playing out? Well, what are the Saints right now? The Saints right now, they are 6-7. and seven. All right, so they'll be six and eight after this weekend. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't see it, right? So honestly, I don't even think it boils down to the best players, like at the at specific positions. I honestly feel like the the Falcons are going to take it, right? More because of, and I was just looking at their schedule. They have an easy schedule the last four games. They have the Panthers, they have the Colts, they have the Bears, and then they have the Saints. Right, and that's not even a slight or a jab at, at E or anything like that. But winning those games, right, especially if they can run out. I mean, they'll beat the Panthers for sure. You know, they could. They'll probably get past the Colts, right? Because you don't. You you never know what Colts team is going to show up. That that puts them in the driver's seat, <clears> and I really feel like the strength of schedule in these last four games is really going it, to. It's what's going to you know turn the tide for the NFC South. I don't think it really has anything else to do besides that because the Saints who. You guys may have – I think you guys have a tougher four-game skid than they do, right? You got us, then you got the Rams, then you got the Bucks, and you got the Saints. I think that it's not like it's, saying it's, it's insanely more difficult, but it's definitely a lot more difficult than what, uh, than what the Falcons got. Yeah, I, I didn't know – oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know if uh, he was going to answer that or not, but, um, yeah. So, um, yeah, just, just uh, let me take a look here, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm looking at – Looks like there's breaking news here about the Draymond Green. I know we talked about that earlier. Yeah, indefinitely. There you go. Yeah, Chris, but Chris, we've discussed that in the office many, many times. Indefinite doesn't yeah, mean that anything. don't mean nothing. I mean, yeah. indefinite yeah. is one of those fancy words you use at the press conference because it sounds way worse than it is. Like you say, oh, he's suspended indefinitely. Then he back tomorrow. Well, what happened to yeah. indefinitely? Indefinitely. Okay, one week. Week. Yeah. yeah. But it sounds real harsh. That's that 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 that's why they yeah. use it. You know what indefinitely you know what indefinitely means in professional terms? 
we couldn't make a decision. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, you're absolutely right. definite until we figure this thing out. Yeah, so that's where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. And as I stated, I was keeping my eye out, out on, on that because I wanted to break it here first if you didn't already get it, but like like Chris got it as well. So, um, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. We, we'll see what that number means. It could be anywhere between one one game and the remainder of the season or maybe even to, into the until next season as well. But – It'll come down. It, it, like you said, you guys mentioned it. They probably couldn't come to a decision now because they had broken. They said they were going to come up with the decision today. So they couldn't come up with a decision today. So it'll probably come out, you know, probably within the next, you know, four or five days, and we'll get an exact number. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll see how that goes. But yeah, let, let's go back. Um, let's go back to the uh, the, uh, the, the, the NFC South talk. And yeah, I I I'm going to take the Saints. I, you know. Um, Got exactly where we left off, but we're going to take the Saints in this one to, to win this division, um, in my opinion. All right, this next game, I mean, E, I want to preview uh, Week 15 before we get into your uh, your segment here, and uh, we got the um, we got the Jets here, man. I mean, I, I mean, I want to talk about the Jets. Actually, I'm sorry, I'm looking at my notes here because I want to talk Jets here. And the reason why I want to talk Jets, for one, <laughs> I'm a hometown guy, I'm a New York guy, so and what they did, um, you know, the other night, uh, the other day against the uh, against the Houston Texans, e, and the Texans were, you know, one of those teams. They were they were they were another hot team. Um, the Jets came to play. They got Zach Wilson back. Zach Wilson. There were rumors that Zach Wilson was reluctant to go back into the starting position, but they came back. They won. And I guess a Houston Texans team was playing pretty good football. C.J. Stroud was an MVP talk. Um, you know, you have you know uh, D'Amico Ryan's who's in the uh, the Coach of the Year talk, um, and that defense is playing really well, and they could possibly win that in that AFC South. Hey, not only did the Jets uh, spoil the party, if you will, they they threw a little extra something in there. They just beat them. They beat them with you know about you know thirty to six. What say you about the Jets um, and or the Titans? Was this more, so much more about it being about the Jets or the Titans? I do know C.J. Stroud went out with a concussion. He's still right now in concussion protocol. But what say you about the Jets? I want to talk about the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah, I think it was more of a case of what you just said with the Texans losing the game as opposed to the Jets winning it when C.J. Stroud went out because that team is as good as he is. The Jets, I just can't take them serious. A.A. Ron played four snaps. Now he's talking about he's going to be medically cleared by Christmas Day. Um, I, I just I, I don't know what's going on over there. But they do, I mean, like, if you take a clock, not a digital clock, but just a regular clock, and the clock breaks, twice a day it's still going to be right. So I think that's where the Jets come in at. I mean, you know, a blind squirrel finds an acorn every now and again. So you can't completely count them out, but I don't think they're a team that you can count on either. Now, they do play stellar defense over there. I will give them yeah. that. But offensively, like Paul McGinn would say, can't trust it. No, 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 can't trust it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. And I'm a Robert Sala guy, man. And um, Robert Sala is doing everything that he can, man. And you know, with what he has to deal with, man, it's kind of like, you know, 
what reference can I use? I mean, you can use a speed reference. If you don't have the, if you don't have the face cards, you know, how do you, you know, how many books can you get? Um, it just, it's just so many different references. I use, I'll use that because, you know, we, 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 we talk about space quite a bit on the, on this show, but, um, uh, Chris, you're, you're a New York guy. You're a New York fan as far as the giants goes. Um, but what say you about the, you know, your, your shared, uh, stadium, uh, team is there. What say you about the Jets? I don't like anything about the Jets. So <laughs> I used to say this to E a lot when we worked together. I don't like any of the teams that run. I don't like the Jets, the Mets, or the Mets. I don't like any of them. <laughs> right, like, right. Not for me. Right? Like, I, right. I, I don't know what it is about the Jets, but they just give me like this yuck feeling, man. Like, it, okay. they're just like – I feel like they're the – the uh, the Cowboys of the AFC East, right? Like, that's who they are. Like, they just can't get right. No matter right. what happens, I feel like there is a black cloud over MetLife in terms of the Jets, right? Like, prime example, you know, Aaron Rodgers out here for 38 seconds, right? Like, nothing works in their favor, man, um, except when they freaking play the Giants, and I, that, that would not even get to that. But yeah, I'm not a fan of them. I, you know, I don't think I, I, I don't have anything positive to say. They're just like inconsequential in in my eyes. Yeah, true New Yorker there, man. True New Yorker here. Even though he resides in Florida, man, but he's a true New Yorker at heart. You can you can take him out of New York, but you can't take the New York out of him. So good stuff there. All right, yeah, and 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 if you look at it, if you look at it, ladies and gentlemen, the Jets and Giants have the same exact record. So you know, they're five and eight. So it's gonna it remains to be seen. They're both in the, still in the same hunt. They're both in the in the hunt on the bubble, um, if you will. So we'll see how this is gonna play out. The Jets. Have the uh, the Dolphins this week, and we all we we don't know what we're gonna get with the Dolphins. The Jets coming off of that 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 win against Houston, so we'll we'll see how that uh, that plays out. All right, next game here, uh, E. Uh, I want to talk about um, the Cowboys going into Buffalo. All right, you you kind of mentioned you know the weather. I know you were talking about the Giants and the Saints at the time, but the Eagles. I mean, the Cowboys, excuse me, the Cowboys are going into Buffalo. We know the Cowboys play in hot Texas. They play indoors on top of that in an air-conditioned stadium. But they're going into they're going into Orchard Park in late December. Uh, and, you know, the Cowboys right now, they're, they're second seed. The Bills are coming off of that win against the, uh, the Chiefs. Cowboys coming off of that decisive win against the Eagles. How do you see this one playing out? This may be the game of the week. We'll say you. This has the potential to be what they call a trap game because I think the Cowboys are feeling themselves and they're looking forward. I think they're going to look past Buffalo. And Buffalo, another one of those teams, you never know what you're going to get. They're as good as Josh Allen is going to be. Him and Stephon Diggs don't seem to be able to get on the same page every game. Then games when they do get on the same page, they play exceptionally well. But I do think it's late, like you said, it's late December in Archer Park. It may be precipitation. I do see potential for Buffalo to take this one in a close one, 24-21. Wow, that's that's a good call. I don't know how to call this one just yet, but Chris, I'll let you, uh, you know, you know, get your thoughts and opinions on this one. <clears throat> Chris may be on mute. Sorry, man, I didn't hear the question. 
Oh, my bad. You're good. No, no. Your thoughts and opinions on the uh, the Cowboys uh, going into uh, Orchard Park against the Buffalo Bills? Um, it's hard to go against Dallas right now. I feel like they're clicking on all cylinders. And again, like Josh Allen, you don't know who who they're gonna like. You don't know which Josh Allen is gonna show up, right? Um, if they could figure out a way to neutralize Ceedee Lamb, right? Because I feel like he's the one that like ignites it for him. Then I think mm-hmm. the Bills have a, a chance if, if it's a shootout, right? But if if Dallas comes out the gate quick, man, it's, it's going to be hard to catch up to him because I don't feel like the the Bills have enough firepower playing from behind. Like they they need to they need to have a good like mojo, if you will, right? Like coming out the gate. But if they don't, if you know if, if Dallas comes in and punches them in the mouth, I don't I don't think Josh Allen knows how to bounce back from that. Yeah, great, great points there. All right, the next game here, man, and, and I want to talk about I want to talk about the Eagles going. Uh, we we kind of talked about the Eagles going to Seattle Monday night game there, and you know, your, your thoughts and opinions on this. Eagles are coming off of a two game losing streak, getting pretty much manhandled by both their opponents, the Forty ers and the Cowboys. The, the the Seahawks right now they're they're, they're kind of playing for something. Um, they're they're writing the hunt right now. If the Seahawks, if the season were to start, I mean, uh, just in just right now, the, the Seahawks are one game. Uh, let me see here. They're six and seven, sitting in ninth place. Ninth place, you know, behind the Packers. They're six and seven, so they they could be right there in the hunt. And they got the Eagles coming in, and the Eagles right now are at in the fifth seed. They dropped from number one to number five, and was one loss. How do you see this game playing? I know you kind of touched on it earlier, but um, just you know, just give me your thoughts on this. And do you, do you really think that the Eagles, I mean, the Seahawks, can really win this game? I don't think that the Eagles are going to lose three in a row. But this game goes: Geno Smith or Drew Locke. With Geno Smith, the, um, Seattle at least has a chance. With Drew Locke, I think yeah. the Eagles win, but I don't think they win in dramatic fashion. I think it's going to be what we've seen pretty much from the Eagles all year, maybe a one-score game, but I do think the Eagles will pull it out, especially if Drew Locke is out there. They can win even with Geno Smith out there, but the only shot that Seattle has is with Geno Smith. Yeah, I agree with you there, man. I know we kind of talked about it earlier, but I just wanted to – it's on my list. So I was going down to the list here. But, yeah, I agree. If Geno Smith is there and he's healthy um, – well, no one's really healthy at this point. But if he can be the Geno Smith, if you see like 85 90%, which I don't think anybody is right now, um, I think he can you know make, make a big difference. If Drew Locke is out there, I think the Eagles win this game. But, uh, but Chris, what say you about the Eagles and, and, and Seahawks real quick? I think uh, Chris might be on. Uh, Chris might be over here. All right. So um, what I want to do here is, as I want to ask you, you guys, uh, uh, about this real quick. Um, is that I want to ask you, E, is right now we see some of these teams right now that are in a position uh, to win, like the Buccaneers. Let's just say the Buccaneers, the Falcons, or the Saints. They'll, you know, it's a, it's a chance. Not saying it will happen. It's a chance they'll have a losing record or at least a worse record. Um, uh, Chris, Chris just uh, had to go. Um, uh, you know, with the uh, as far as um, with these records, man, it's a chance that these these teams, meaning the winner of the NFC South, can have a losing record but host a uh, uh, host a playoff game against a team with a winning record. And predominantly, uh, you know, uh, you know, like a, you know, you know, uh, 
twelve and three record or what have you, depending on how the NFC East plays out. What say you about this about uh, this about the, the, the NFL reseeding? Um, you know, at the start of the playoffs, do you think that's something that has that should be done? And keep in mind that your Saints may be the seed that be, could, could host a uh, host a, uh, a playoff game. No, no, I, I like the current format. I mean, if you win your division, no matter how sloppily you do it, you should get to host a home playoff game. I mean, because a team okay. coming in with a better record than you, if they're better than you, they can beat you at your place or theirs. But, I mean, there's got to be some reward for winning the division, as tacky as it may be. Yeah, man, and you, you have to look at it. A lot of people are saying, like, you know, yeah, it shouldn't – it's not fair – you know, you got these teams like, you know, like the Eagles, um, you know, who may be, you know, who right now they're 10 and three, but they're sitting in fifth seed. But, you know, if they were to play, like, let's just say right now, if they were to have to play, well, the Cowboys are a different, um, are different entity, but they, let's just say they would have to, they would have to play against like a Buccaneers team. Let's just say if something was to, to happen. I, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's fair. I, I don't know if that's fair. Where we we look at it and say that, ah, well, even though you know you didn't win your division, but just because you didn't win your division doesn't necessarily make you, you know, worse than the team that did win the division. Because if you put them, you match their their schedules up, and you put their schedules head to head. You know what? What are the chances of that? You know what? What does that look like? And um, could they have won? Could they have won the division? Um, as well, so yeah, I think they should reseed. I, I really do think they should, they should reseed and uh, and and do everything and then put it in the right in the in the right format where you know the better teams who, who you know played the best ball best best ball get rewarded in 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 the uh, in the best way. Um, in my opinion, man, uh, for sure. All right, E, let's do this, man. Um, all right, we don't have anyone out right now. Uh, Chris dropped off. I'm not sure if he's ill, if he'll be back or not. But um, I also wonder what I want to do is let's grab our next break. When we come back, I, I want to talk to you about – I want to switch gears a little bit, and I want to talk to you about the uh, the uh, the NBA and, um, you know, the inaugural um, in-season tournament, uh, if you will, um, took place. The Lakers won their, you know, won the tournament. LeBron has an NCAA tournament. MJ has zero. <laughs> Not going to start that conversation. But I just want to ask, you know, what does this really mean um, right now and going forward as well? Will we see, um, you know, more teams be more invested in it and dive into it uh, a little bit more uh, uh, for sure? All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Sports Talk with K-Walk E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. We'll be right back. What's up, guys? This is Kenny B. Winning from Gobo. Go Black Owned on Facebook and Instagram. You are listening to Sports Talk with my dudes, K-Walker, Eric Scott, and they'll be right back. Do you have any unwanted pests in your home or commercial building? Well, Wilson Termite and Pest Control LLC can rescue you. We specialize in bed bugs, termites, 
rodents, and so much more. Just call Wilson Termite and Pest Control, LLC, at 803-764-2461 in Columbia, South Carolina, and Charlotte, North Carolina metro area. We're open 8 to 5 weekdays and by appointment on Saturday. We strive to provide complete care for our customers. Visit our website at www.wolsonpestcontrolsc.com. That's Wilson Termite and Pest Control, LLC. We're your family-friendly and environment-friendly pest control company. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when we come for you? Hey, need your W-2s, 1099s, processed, printed, and mailed? Email us today at 1040 at javistax.com. 1040 at javistax.com. Or call 803-419-1001. 803 Does it appear the long arm of the law is working against you instead of for you? Whom do you call when the boys in blue are pursuing you? When the wrong person behind bars may end up being you? With over 40 years combined legal expertise, Anderson and Welch bring to bear a smart, sound, sensible defense of those caught in what may be the unrelenting grip of the legal system. Turn to Anderson and Welch first to get ahead of trouble, not fall into it, by calling 561-832-3386. That's 561-832-3386. That's Anderson & Welch Law Firm online at andersonandwelch.com. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's Sports Talk with Kay Walker and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, uh, we were talking the uh, – I was giving my thoughts and opinions on the uh, the reseeding of the, uh, the the NFL playoffs and if that should take place. Because we see some of these these, uh, these divisions uh, that, um, you know, that have losing records or possibly close to losing records, but, and they have they host a, uh, a, 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 a home playoff game. I guess a team who's been playing, you know, you know really good football, but unfortunately they're in a division – which is a lot more competitive uh, than, you know, uh, you know, a division and they couldn't win it. But it um, looks like we got Mr. Uh, um, Mr. Ortiz back here. Mr. Ortiz, before we, uh, before we jump into uh, East Scott's segment, and I want to touch a little bit um, after the fact, if we can, on some of the, the NFL, I mean, the NBA inaugural and season uh, tournaments um, <laughs> as well, what that meant, what that means to you. Uh, for sure. But what say you about the NFL uh, uh, reseeding? Do you think that that should take place? No, no, I don't. I don't. I feel like people played the entire season, and your seed is your seed, man. Like it, it, it is what it is. Like hey, if you don't, if you don't worst seed, and you got to wind up playing the top seed, it, you know, in the first round, it, it, it goes for what it is. Like it should, the the person coming in shouldn't be. You know, you, you shouldn't draw the the short story every single time, man. Like I, I think, however it comes in, is how it should stay. Okay, good stuff there. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, my bad. Good stuff there. Yeah, yeah. I I I have to agree. I mean, I I I I like the the reseeding of it. I mean, I mean because I just think that you're you know some of these teams that have the 
you know, the lesser records, as I stated earlier, ladies and gentlemen. But, yeah, I, I think there should be some um, reseeding, you know, going on there uh, uh, for sure. But we'll definitely uh, definitely dive into that. All right, what I want to do here, man, is uh, let's, uh, let's jump into East Scott's uh, uh, entertainment segment. And um, when we get into that, man, you, you, if you, if you, ladies and gentlemen, if you know, you, you already know. If you're a long-time listener, you know. If you don't know, uh, stay on your toes. So with that being said, uh, E. Scott, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, E. Scott's entertainment segment is brought to you by Vintage Labs. Vintage Labs is bringing the best patient outcome in healthcare environment and consumer homes to consumer homes. To schedule a consultation with a pharmacist, please visit Vintage Labs Collection at VintageLabsCollection.com. Again, that's Vintage Labs Collection. Dot com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, stay on your toes. Be right back. Uh, <laughs> how you do that death? How you do that death? New Orleans, Baton Rouge. How you do that death? Let me get a face, Charles. How you do that death? Shreveport, Mississippi. How you do that death? Alabama, Atlanta. How you do that death? Florida, Arkansas. How you do that death? Who that? Hey, what up, guys? Well, I got a good one for you tonight. I think it's gonna push you guys to the limit. Limit is gonna test. It's gonna test your musical knowledge. What we got tonight are collabs. I'm gonna give you a song, and you give me the two artists that that collaborated on the song. If it's more than two artists, I only need two. But I think most of them are just two. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give you the song, and then you give me the two artists that made the song. Okay, well, we're going to start with you. We got 1 through 19 on the board. All right. Wow, this is going to be a try. I got Chris on this one, ladies and gentlemen. All right, give me number Give me number one. Number one, Mr. Carter. Give me the two mm. artists who made up the song, Mr. Carter. Carter. Uh, what? Yeah, that's, uh, oh. is that, we, oh, I'm, what was it, two? Um, uh, Weezy. And uh, I don't know who the other person was. Um, Little Wayne, I, I don't know who made the other song. Um, I, oh, man, I don't know who made the other part. Uh, Jay-Z, that's all I could think of. Little Wayne and Jay-Z, probably, I don't know. That is the correct answer. Oh. That is that is Dwayne Michael Carter and Sean Carter. Uh, right. Chris, 1 through 19. So I'm going to go the opposite way, and I'll meet K-Walt in the middle. I'll go 19. <laughs> number 19, number 19, Gold Digger. Who made the song Gold Digger? Uh, it's Jamie Foxx and Kanye. That is correct. K-Walt. All right, give me number, what am I at now? Give me number 21. It was only 19. <laughs> oh, dang. Stop, I, about stop, that. Stop, no, I was looking at my no, no, I was I was doing my uh never mind. Long story short. Um where am I at? Give me number eight. I was looking at number eight, number eight, number eight. Blessed. Oof. The song is called that. Blessed. Yeah, I know, I know. I don't know who's saying that. Um I'm not even gonna pretend I know, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm I'm just gonna say uh uh I don't know, bro. Um, 
Uh, Bobby, Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston. I don't know. <laughs> Chris, we got blessed. Is it blessed or blessing? Well, I feel blessed. I don't think he says blessing, but either one. I don't know blessed. I just know blessing. Okay, well, then we'll go with that one. Blessings is, is Big Sean and uh, Kanye. Half of it, right. It's actually Big Sean and Drake. Well, no, no, Kanye is on the song. You're right. Kanye is at the end. So, yeah, well, you get credit for that. Kanye does that very last verse. But I was looking for Big Sean and Drake, but Kanye does the end. You're right. But it's called Blessings. I thought it was blessed. But, okay. Either way, you get the points, Chris. Chris, where are you? I'm going to go 18. Number number 18, drop it like it's hot. <laughs> Come on, man. That's a boy. But is that a collab on that? I guess so. It's Snoop and Pharrell. That is correct. Why would you say that's not a collab? I was I was trying to think of it, and I was I don't I don't know why I knew it was, I knew Snoop was it. I just couldn't remember uh, Pharrell on it or not. Yeah, Pharrell is the correct answer. K Walk. We got three dated numbers out there. No, I'm going to need them too, hopefully. Give me number 13. 13. Okay. Number 13, daily double. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Chris has 15. You have five. You can risk up to 10. Yeah, these don't seem to be favoring me. So I'm going I'm to go all in. So I'm going to be like the Giants. I'm going to play like I have nothing That's to lose. That's right, baby. Tommy <laughs> Your clue. Let me blow your mind. Mm. Uh, uh, I do know this. Um, oh, that's my girl. Um, I know she. I went to school with her. I went to school with her. Um, who was on there with her? Um, oh, my God. I never know her name. I know it's Eve because I went to school with her. What is her name? Gwen Stefani? Is that her name? Final answer. Final answer? That is correct. Yeah. Even Gwen Stefani, we have ourselves yeah. a tie. Chris, where are you? Two daily doubles left. Seven, uh, 17? 17. Empire State of Mind. Nah. Oh, Ho yeah. and my, my, the, the lady that uh, I told my wife I'm going to get a hall pass for, Alicia Keys. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, that is correct, Alicia Keys. Okay. K-Walt, where are you? All right, uh, 20 for him, right? Okay. Give me uh, number, where am I at? Give me number seven. Number seven, number seven. Crazy in love. Mm. Oh, I just said her name. Um, who was on that with her? Um, who was on that? Uh, I don't know. Who was with her on that? Oh, oh Jay-Z. Yeah, Jay-Z. Yeah, oh, okay. uh, <laughs> Crazy Beyonce, crazy and uh, Jay-Z. Oh, that, is, that is correct. Chris, oh, where are God. you? 16. Holy, oh, sorry. Um, oh, yeah, 16. Holy Grail. Oh, that's Justin an Timberlake, Justin Timberlake and Ho. Yeah. That is correct. Dang. Uh, give me number, number, give me number four. Number four, Daily Double. Ooh, okay, well. You 
both have 20. Oh, no, Chris has right. 25. Yeah, give me, I'll do 15, I'll do, uh, I'll do uh, 25, 15. I'll do 15, I'll do 15, yeah. You said 15? 15, I'm sorry, 15, yeah. Okay, your clue. What these girls want. Mm. Uh, my man DMX, who was in that, uh, who was in that with him, uh, DMX, who was with him? Oh, Cisco, my man Cisco, platinum hair. Final answer. Would have also accepted the little blonde boy. But yes, it's always correct. Chris, where are you? 15. Number 15. Regulate. Ooh. I know it's Warren G and Nate Dogg. That is correct. Warren G and Nate Dogg. Okay, well, we got a close one. All right. Uh, Give me number. Let me see here. Uh, number two. Number two. Number two. California love. Mm. Uh, Dr. Dre and, and uh, Tupac. Final answer. That is correct. Chris, where are you? Fourteen. Number fourteen. In words in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Hope, Hope, and Kim Kardashian ex-husband. That is that is the correct answer. K. Who's that? Uh, who, who's Kim Kardashian? She had about eight of them. All right, give me number. Uh, give me number three. Number three. Number three. International players anthem. Mm. Uh, who was with them on there? Um, Ah, uh, I don't know. Is that I know it's your boys on there, but I don't know who was. I don't think I, I. I don't know who else was on there. I'm just gonna say Outcast and and them. Can I say Outcast and them? I know it's <laughs> Outcast. I don't know who else was with them. Chris, uh, Outcast and UGK, baby, Underground gosh. King. That is correct. That's it. Chris, where are you? Uh. 13's taken, I think you said, right? Yeah, I'll tell you what's left. We got 5, 6, 9, 10, 11, 12 is what I'm showing. I'm going to go with my boy Eli. I'm going to take 10. Number 10, bring the noise. (laughs) Uh, It's always the second person. I feel like I know it's public enemy. What's their name? Ah. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I know it's probably going to be. K-Walk, it rolls over you. It's count for two people. Yeah, that's what I thought. With, that's what I thought with Outcast. <laughs> but, uh, no, I I, don't, I just know Public Enemy. That's all I know, man. And um, I don't know. L.O. Cool J. That's the following. No, actually, Anthrax. Nobody knows who that is. Uh, that's tough, well, I, man. I, I, I knew. So, well, okay. Let's go, okay, Walt. We got okay, Walt. You know what's up? Yeah, give me number twelve. No, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Give me number eleven. Number eleven. Walk this way. Mm. Oh yeah. Who was that? Yeah, uh, baby. Aerosmith. Was that Aerosmith? Was that Aerosmith? I can't. Um, Run DMC and Aerosmith. Final answer. That was, I was say, well, if you don't get this right, that's different. Yeah. 
That is the correct answer. Chris, where are you? What number we have? Uh, let's see. We got five, six, nine, twelve. I'm showing that to uh, Give me. Who? Oh, give me nine. Number nine, daily double. Yes, uh. Let's see, Chris, you have oh. five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five, forty. K Walk has twenty, thirty-five, forty, forty-five. We got ourselves a five-point game. What you doing, Chris? He's on. He's on that. How many Say questions? Again, uh, uh, I'm Three. sure after this one, I'm showing five, six, what else? Five, six, and twelve. Three. Oh, yeah, three. oh it's a tough one, man. Because I don't. He gonna come up with some like historical West Indian song right now. I know it. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ten points, man. I don't trust Eric. Okay. Oh, <laughs> ten points. Your clue. Duffel bag boy. Oh yeah, I should have whispered it all, boy. Um, it's Wayne and um, uh, play a circle. <laughs> that is correct. Also would have accepted two chains, but that is the correct answer. Uh, K-Walk, we got five, six, and twelve. All right, that was for ten, right? Correct. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Let me just do my math here. All right, give me number uh, five. Number five. Loving you tonight. Mm. Don't uh, be disrespectful, hey, Walt. No, I'm not. I'm trying to think who sang it with him. Uh, who sang that with him? Oh, oh, oh. R. Kelly and, uh, and B.I.G. Follow him. That is correct. R. Kelly got a lot of problems going on right now. He don't need to be loving nobody tonight. Nobody's going to be loving him. We got six and twelve. Um, six and twelve. I'm gonna go twelve, man. I feel like twelve is okay. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Not, nothing but a G thing. Nothing but a G <laughs> thing, baby. You want to just go ahead and give it to me? It's Snoop and Dr. Dre. Our last clue, Chris. I can't believe you didn't pick it. Uh, K.Y., this is Chris's favorite song of all time. Oh, the last okay. two, number six, Renegade. <laughs> That's, uh, isn't that, um, is that, uh, that Eminem and uh, Jay-Z? Yeah, that, is, that, that, that is the correct answer. Let me Favorite do a final man. tally. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, yeah. 50, 55. We got 20... 35, 40, 45, 50, 55. We got our tie. Yes, oh, we wow. got ourselves a tie. And yeah, I, I, I see that 10 point I, was smart, bro. I, I didn't make up a quick. tie. I didn't make up a tiebreaker question. So we just going to end it at a tie, guys. Um, cue some yeah. music, K-Walk. Yes, sir. Yes, I did. So I packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something, show you how we live. Everybody want it, but it ain't that shit. Mm-hmm. That's that shit. Do it, keep on, do it, do it just like this. You don't keep this how wild a crap. <laughs> Chris, I was waiting for you to pick number six because I was just going to go ahead and write the points down and move <laughs> on to the next clue. Yeah, that's that, that, that. 
Chris tells me all the time, K Walk, how M destroyed um Hope on his own record. He did. he did. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember a lot of people say that too, man. A lot yeah, of people Yeah, because a lot of people so. are smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember the first time I heard that. I don't know, you know maybe you know, uh, Chris, where Hempstead Turnpike is on Long Island. Yeah. I don't know if you know, by the Coliseum. I remember the first time I heard that song, and I was listening. I almost had to pull over and say, did M just say what he said and just kill Jay-Z on that album? Like, on that he did. It's so funny. I remember. I, I always remember when I, when, I, when I first hear a song or something like that where I was at. And I remember that, man. That, that is crazy. But uh, good stuff there, man. Good stuff for sure. All right. At least I ain't lose, man. Uh, I, ain't, I ain't lose this week. I ain't win, but I ain't lose either. All right. All right. Um, we got a couple minutes here, man. And E, um, we're kind of touched on it. I just want to get your thoughts and opinions on this. Um, this end season uh, tournament, um, you know, a lot of people didn't know how to uh, how to feel about it. At least I didn't. You know, when you when you see, you didn't know when it was going to take place, who was in what pool, uh, things of that nature. Um, when they did play, the 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 the, the, uh, the, the courts were, were funky looking. It felt like you were, you know, tripping or whatever the, what the case may be. But nonetheless, it's all said and done. The uh, the Lakers outlasted the Pacers uh, for the inaugural um, <laughs> the inaugural uh, um, you know in season tournament. How do you see this going forward? What does it mean for the Lakers? They're going to put up the banner, everything. They're going to drop the banner, all that good stuff. Uh, how do you feel about this and uh, also going forward? Do you see these guys taking this thing a little bit more serious? What say you? Well, I think it's the league pushing it, you know, to make it bigger and better and have it grow. I wasn't against it. I just really didn't understand it. Now, yeah. I saw the Lakers in the locker room with, with goggles on and spraying champagne like they had won the championship. Sometimes. And, you know, they drag, they drag LeBron to my, oh, you finally got something Michael doesn't have. But, I mean, I, I think it's good marketing for the league. Adam Silver is mm-hmm. growing the league. I mean, you got to find ways to grow the league. Like, Roger Goodell over in the NFL is, you know, playing half the home games overseas now. So, um, the NBA got to do something, you know, to grow their brand. So, I think it's good for them. I don't know if it's going to catch on or if it's going to die out since this was the first one. I think we're, like, in a wait and see right now. Yeah, I have to agree with you there. But what say you, uh, uh, Chris, uh, about this uh, the tournament? I know you're a Knicks guy, but uh, what, what say you about the whole tournament and the future of it? Uh, I don't know what to make of it, to be honest, man. I feel like it's still in its infancy, right? Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't have enough to talk about it. Like, what, what's yeah. it for? Is it – like is it is it is it supposed to drive more revenue? Is it just supposed to like break up the redundancy of the season? Like do those games count? Like like apparent I heard something like, you know, a person that wins the tournament and I don't know if this is true or not, but a person the team that wins the tournament, like they get a, a seed in the playoffs. Like I like I don't I don't know, man. Like it's it's weird. Like just play yeah. basketball, man. You have eighty two games, play eighty two games, because then what? Yeah, I mean, you make great points there, and I, and I guess you know what is it for? What is it? It's about yeah. I guess it's the five hundred thousand dollar question, and the reason why I say five hundred thousand dollar question is because that's what everyone on the team gets as far as you know the coaches and the players. They all they each get five hundred thousand dollars for winning it. 
So you know that 12th guy that we mentioned earlier on the bench, you kind of alluded to it, Chris, as far as, you know, why is my guy not, you know, mm-hmm. going, you know going in there and, and getting my back? He's probably, you know, not making $500,000 so you know a year. So he's probably, you know, that $500,000, he's going to be the biggest cheerleader in the building, uh, uh, you know, for sure. So that's what it's ultimately about. I mean, they never really came out and said, meaning the league never really came out and said, what was the meaning behind this? You know, are you trying to promote the league? What is this about? I mean, because you obviously didn't see, in my opinion, you didn't see the best two teams um, in the in the tournament, especially with all of the uh, uh, you know the, the load management going on, uh, if you will. And you never know when it's going to happen, when it's to take place, unless you really dialed into it, which I really wasn't. Um, so yeah, I, it's going to remain to be seen, man, how it goes forward how popular it was. The Lakers are, you know, popping champagne. So, and you know, does it down? Does it now all of a sudden, are you going to see LeBron um, in these games going forward? Are you going to see these big time name guys going forward? So it's going to be uh, for sure uh, interesting to see um, how it, uh, you know, how it plays out. Uh, So um, it's one for LeBron. LeBron has one up on uh, MJ for you, for you, uh, for you listeners uh, for sure. All right, good stuff there, guys. All right, um, you know that's all the time that I that I have right now, or we have right now, E. Unless you want to add something to the, uh, you know, to the mix, uh, if you will. Oh, let's, let's let's talk about Jaden Daniels for a second. Michael Davis Jr., Jaden Daniels, um, Bo Nick Oldself, and Marvin <laughs> Harrison Jr. were all invited to New York. And Jane Daniels almost walked away with it unanimously. Uh, I see some of the pundits said that the trophy should have went to Michael Penix Jr. I think Jane Daniels earned it. I don't think anything was given to him. I think he earned that trophy, and not just because I'm an LSU fan. I, I mean, yeah. I really like that kid. Yeah, you know what? I I agree with you, man. I, I agree with you. I picked Michael Penix to, to to win it only because that's the dog that I have in the race. Because I feel like Washington is the best team in the in the country. So I went with Michael Penix because I, I I do like him, and I you know maybe a little bit of me is what I think that ultimately he won the Heisman. Me and Jay and Daniels won the Heisman in that Florida State of that Florida game. Uh, you know, again, uh, you know, in in the swamp. He rushed what threw for over three hundred, rushed for over two plus. So that you know that was crazy. But yeah, I I agree, I agree with it, man. He is definitely deserving. Of, he's definitely deserving of it. Um, so I I don't know why anybody would have a problem with it. It was a close race though. It really was a close race. Um, um, but yeah, I don't I don't see a problem. You said you should have won unanimously in your opinion. You said he? Oh yeah, yeah, because he was first in all the categories. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you, you know these voters, see, you know how it goes. You know they want to give it to the best player on the best team, and in their opinion, um, and that's and especially you know you're talking about. I think Michael Penix is the only uh, the only guy that's in the playoffs right now, uh, so that's probably why they went that route. But uh, Chris, uh, what say you about the Heisman voting? Did it did they did, it, did they get it right, or you, you would have went differently? I think so, man. I, I think he deserves it. Like, there was all this talk about Marvin yeah. Harrison Jr., and there's, there's no slight of him. Like, he's a great receiver. But, yeah. man, he, he balled out. Balled out. Right? And mm-hmm. rightfully so, I think he should have got it, right? Um, I, I think Washington <laughs> is a really good team, right? Um, I still I, 
I think the oddball in the race is going to be Michigan. I like Michigan winning it all for some reason, but um, I okay. think they got the Heisman right now. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, definitely do. You know, if this is a numbers game for you, then you know, it's an, it's, yeah. But I, I do, I definitely think they got it right. Classy young man too. Uh, his parents were, you know, his parents kind of rubbed me the wrong way at the beginning, but at the end, you know, they were just being parents and allow him to shine. You know, they weren't one of those parents. They aren't those parents that you don't want to go out there and try to overshadow him, let him have his moment. But um, and it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's my son's it. name, man. I got to ride with him. And there you there you go and there you go and there you go so you got it right there. All right, good stuff one, there, guys. One, right. one last one last thing, K. Wall. Yes, sir. Shohei Otani. Shohei oh, Otani. Yeah, they, that's where I wanted they, to go. E, yeah, they go just ahead, gave him a gazillion dollars. I mean, he oh, got see, he got so many commas. My, my brother always tells his <laughs> older son, he was like, "Hey, son, if you ain't got a comma in your check, then you ain't got a real job." Sure, Tony got some comments in his check. Hey, man, look, I, I feel inferior. I tell you what, though, his agent, his agent is super smart, man. The way they deferred it, and deferred what he's going to do is yes. after, after he, Good. so what he's going to do, he's going to move to a place where he got no tax, and he's going to just collect all that money, man. The yeah. new Bobby Bonilla deal. Yeah. yeah. I was in there, 2035. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's so funny. That's where I was going to now. I didn't have it on the list, but I'm so glad you. That's why. That's that's why we work together, man. Yeah, I, you know, that's that's a, yeah. That's why. Um, I mean, that's a great point there. I was going to bring that up, and and I wanted to get you guys' opinion, but you already gave that. So yeah, I, I love it, man. I mean, Shatani, uh, he's not even going to pitch this year. So, and I love how they, like you mentioned. Uh, uh, Chris, how they deferred it. He's only going to make, I think, two million for the next for ten years. Two years yeah, three, twenty million over the next ten, 10 years. years. Yeah, and That's then crazy. After two, yeah, and then bam, there it is. So they and they can bring other guys in and then to turn it into, uh, you know, uh, Otani, you know, Otani National uh, National Day, whatever that whatever they want to call it. I don't know what they want to call it, but excellent, excellent stuff there, man. I I, I love it. I'm glad my I'm glad our Yankees didn't have to uh, to, to 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 come out and get that yeah, and pay that money. That, money. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. But that's Soto and you know get some pitching here, get the young guy, the Japanese player out of there, and um you know maybe make some noise there. But we'll, we'll definitely see. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that's all the time that we have. All right, uh, like I always do, I want to leave you guys with something. Uh, tonight I'll leave you with this uh, kindness is doing what you can where you are with what you have. All right. I want to thank Chris Ortiz for joining us and staying on for throughout the show. And our, also our, our callers, Princess Cooper and, and Jason Collins as well. All right. So uh, for uh, E. Scott, I am K. Walk. For Sports Talk with K. Walk and E. Scott, God willing, we'll talk to you next week. Yo.
uh, Impala, uh, chrome hydraulics, 808 drums, you don't want none, nigga better